Okay, so uh, welcome back to Podcast Studio Breakers on a Roll. Uh, I believe this is our third one. I don't know if this is this will end up being our third one or not, but uh, I'm Chad. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Chad Studebaker. I'm Tracy Studebaker. And today we're going to want to discuss, drumroll please, the big F word. Tracy, <laughs> what is the big F word? It is fitness. All right. So this time of year, right? January, New Year's, Christmas, uh, December, there's always New Year's goals for everyone. Everyone is trying to look uh, better. Uh, keep their weight down, but enjoy the holiday foods. And so after the holidays, they look for this fat diet or they look for something to reset the new year on. Um, and, I, you know, so I think it's a good topic to talk about this time of year. So, Tracy, why do you think uh, fitness is important? Well, I think it's important in so many um different avenues is because we got the medical side where, you know, Every time you go to the doctor, the one question that comes up is, hey, do you exercise? What, what are you eating? And so it's always a question when you go to the doctor, and there's so much technology that's happened in research with certain diseases and cancer that you just have to be fit or you know eat healthy or just stay fit because um, high blood pressure, that sort of thing. Why can't I just live my fat life? <laughs> Why can't I just... Do what I've always done the way God made me. Why can't I do that? Because there's so many more diseases out there, like diabetes, there's cancer, there's just a whole bunch of different things. Like, you know, if you have a low metabolism, then you have to watch what you eat, thyroid issues. So you just have to be healthy. And again, you cannot take care of other people if you don't take care of yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, we're not in our 20s. We're certainly not in our 30s, and we just left our 40s. So, yeah, I think it's come to a point of time. Not only do we, our friends or family members of our same age are having medical issues, we have had a, a share of our own. Um, we have even more of an incentive in that our boys have these medical uh medical uh, conditions that we've got to stay fit for and I think it's mm -hmm. really important and uh, you've done a very good job over the last couple you know I don't know seven eight years since <clears throat> you've gotten into running or, or fitness and you you've created some great uh, habits uh, I have kind of yo-yoed over time but every year at a certain time uh, I'll get uh, back into shape uh, for a variety of different reasons but um, so what about all these fads or even setting New Year's resolutions? What do you, for fitness, what do you think about that? I'm not a big fan of trying out new fads. There's no quick fix when it comes to fitness. Like you either have to be committed and you have to almost change your daily life. You know, it's not, you don't do it for six months and okay, I, I don't have to do it anymore. Like it's not... I just feel like the older we get, we have to stick with something every day. Um, as far as New Year's resolutions, I think we talked about on the first podcast, I'm not a fan of setting a resolution. I'm more about goal setting, like set goals for each area of your life. If you so choose um, fitness, I've got a goal this year to change up my own fitness because I, I, I'm a fitness guru, as you know, but I wanted to challenge myself and change it up a bit. So I decided I wanted to run 
at least one mile a day every day for a month. So February will be that month and my birthday's in February. I turn 53, so I will run 53 miles in February. Mm. So I'm going to do what I can. It might be one mile one day, but then I have to make sure, you know, I make it up so I can get to um, 53. But that's in addition to my regular workout routines as well. So New Year's resolutions or goals? It's a goal. So do you write down your goals? I write my goals down in a journal, and then I also have a running book where I track uh, the miles. Mm. And, of course, my yeah, Apple I think, Watch. Yeah, I think that's <clears throat> I think it's important uh, having ways to measure what we're doing, having ways to reflect back, and setting goals. You're not, you know, if you don't set a goal, right, where are you going? Right. Right, if you plan to fail... Right. You you if you fail to plan, I should say, you plan to fail, right? You don't. Uh, there's not a direction you're going. You think you, a wish is a, uh, uh, a wish is uh, just a wish, right? And right. <clears throat> you put something down, you achieve it, and uh, the difference between um, doing what feels good. I always like that phrase from David Ramsey: Children do what feels good. Adults devise a plan mm-hmm. and act on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, discipline. Uh, in one area of your life, almost always invariably bleeds over to other areas in your life. Right. Uh, for example, your your daily, <clears throat> fit, we can get in this a little bit later, but your daily fitness routine, uh, what you've set up. And I thought you were, in my opinion, fairly disciplined early on when you uh, had kids earlier on in your life. Uh, but as time has gone, you've gotten a lot more. Uh, so, but <clears throat> at any rate. Um, yep. What do you think? Okay, so yeah, I, I'm the same way about New Year's resolutions. I don't, uh, you know, I think it's good to start uh, setting goals, uh, but uh, does it need to be New Year's? I think it's kind of crazy to call New Year's uh, resetting things because by the third month, most people have dropped off. Right, and, right. And, uh, and I, I think the reality is you have to just set goals, number one, that are achievable, uh, set, you know, steps to achieve each of the goal, and you don't. You don't eat a whole pie, right? The whole right, pie. Exactly. You eat it one, one bite at a time, and you devise a plan to eat pieces at a time. Um, and, and I think it, you've got to break down goals. And I think that's, uh, that's innate in all of us. But uh, the reality is uh, everything in life takes discipline. If, you're, you know, um, if you want to eat a lot of food and gain a lot of weight, that's going to be your discipline, right? right. Uh, you are going to um, just let your mind control your body. And I think what we're talking about here really is uh, letting your, uh, keeping your body fit so it can help control your mind, so to speak. I mean, you can, there's semantics about how you want to approach that. But I, I, I think, um, you know, again, it's just about creating that discipline and continuing that on and really having the motivation in front of you. But uh, to get to where we are now, right? We're both in our 50s, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. So, you know, um, but we all come to our product of our environment. So what's your experience growing up? What was your, what were your thoughts on fitness? Where, how did you get up to this stage in your life? So we, um, I had a sister and a brother and I've always had a, for my, I'll just speak for myself. I've had a um, high metabolism, but my mom always cooked every night. We ate at five o'clock and it was a variety of meals, usually a vegetable, potato and a meat. Um, 
every night, five o'clock, there we were. And, you know, if you didn't like what was on your plate, you had to stay and eat it, which I totally agree with that. And really exercise was not really talked about. And again, it probably wasn't a, I don't want to say it was a fad. It just wasn't, you know, in those times really talked about very much. So it wasn't until I was about 15 and we had actually already moved to Ohio. And I, everybody's going to laugh, I did jazzercise at 15. So my mom Just yourself? Well, my mom's friend did it and I really wanted to do it. My mom didn't want to do it, but I did. And my mom thought I was nuts. So she let me go to it. And I went with her friend and I loved it. And then when I started driving, you know, and getting a job at 16, I would drive myself there. Well, no, wait a second. Jazz is just what about school sports? Did you play it in junior high or high school? No, not really. I mean, just a little bit of track, but that's it. Nothing, just a little bit of track. Yeah. Nothing major. Track and field. Yeah. Okay. Nothing like nothing major. Um so that's why when I led into fifteen, I was like, you know, I, I wanna start doing something and I'm not even sure what popped in my head to say, Hey, you need to go do jazzercise. But I really enjoyed it and I I felt good after I did it. So I did it three to four times a week. So I really liked it. Um and for a while thought, when I grow up I'm gonna be a jazzercise instructor. <laughs> I mean, so is that like uh, three months, six months duration, a year? I don't remember how long it. I want to say hmm. I did it for like maybe two years, hmm. I want to say. Wow. And then when I graduated high school, um, looking back at pictures, I'm like, wow, I had gained some weight. Like I just didn't like how I looked. And then just obviously that led into living on my own because I was out on my own at 19 because my parents moved away from Ohio. And, of course, fitness was horrible, you know, fast food, and that was just a horrible um, era for me. But I don't think it was really till I got pregnant with Jake to really pay attention to, you know, keeping healthy so I would walk a lot. So I really wasn't a runner, really couldn't find that exercise regimen that was going to help me. Like You hated running. You oh, I hated told... it, and it cramped me up. I just hated I could not find something that I could stick to, and I hated that about it. I just, there was just nothing there. So we had a treadmill, never used it, and I absolutely hate treadmills. So, I mean, we have a treadmill, and I think I've used it a handful of times because I don't like it. I'd rather mm. be outside. So anyway, that's just where, um, growing up, though, it just wasn't really a big thing, like mm-hmm. for exercise or anything. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think my mom, ah, she she did yoga or every once in a while she would do uh, water aerobics or something of that nature, I think. But um, kind of yo-yo a little bit. Mom did some meditation, but nothing directly fitness related. I, you know, I think she would try different things throughout the time. But my dad was always, so I think my mom had a low metabolism. My dad had a high metabolism. And always stayed well. He was always active. He would he would always come home from work and always be outside doing something. Well, we grew up on a farm, right? There's always things to even in the winter, right? Feeding the animals, always something to be doing at, at night or uh, whatever, and working on improving the house. Just was not a kind of guy that would come sit on the lazy boy or couch mm-hmm. and just watch TV kind of thing. That wasn't just just wasn't in his nature. And he grew up on a farm as I grew up on a farm, but 
<clears throat> he always instilled in me doing push-ups or sit-ups and uh, getting your core uh, really ready. Uh, I think that comes from his background of uh, wrestling. Or, But anyhow, we were all short. So, um, Or I was short. Mom was short. Dad was short. My siblings are all uh uh, I don't know, taller than me, but anyhow, well, they're, uh, adopted, th- they're adopted, right? So they don't carry the same genes. But, <clears throat> uh, you know, to make up for, uh, I wasn't very tall or I didn't have a lot of weight. I think I went into college and I barely crossed 128 or something like that. And, and my freshman year in football, I couldn't get past 119. And that was really lightweight Wow. Um, uh, at the time. And so for ages, I couldn't gain weight, no matter how much protein I took or whatever. But I, but I really did try in uh, high school football to kind of lift weights more consistently. And <clears throat> I think that was more just uh, around that season. Um, mm-hmm. And I would always go out running or something like that, nothing religious or nothing um, uh, ongoing, but I always try to uh, do something. I you know, ran track pole vaulted, uh, did some sprints in high school. I think junior high, I did long distance or whatever, but <clears throat> um, always believed in a little bit of that discipline, but nothing, you know, like Olympic uh, sports or anything like that, that uh, that I would be training, you know, four hours a day for. But uh, knowing that fitness was important. And I think, you know, even in my 20s, in my 20s or maybe in my 30s, I started... I did uh, some exercise and did some five Ks and races of that nature, but mm-hmm. uh, over the over the time, and you know, I even did half marathons in my early thirties, um, but kind of got out of that routine. Uh, but always knew that uh, fitness was important, and I think it's just uh, you know you can't take advantage of what God has given us, and I think all we can do is work on improving ourselves through fitness. Uh, because if you look to the left and to the right of us, there's a lot of people with diseases, right? Uh, diabetics, uh, cholesterol issues, uh, heart disease, um, all kinds of things. And it, it, we can all talk a little bit about this later, but I think it has to do with a lot of the history where we were as a nation, the Industrial Revolution, everybody was working hard, working with their hands, working mm-hmm. the land. Uh, all, everybody was a farmer until the 40s or 50s when we started to develop inside cities. Um, and then, you know, as time has gone on, people have walked less and done less. And, you know, people are driving around the corner of their block in their car rather than walking or taking a bike, etc. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this idea of people doing parks is a lot newer because back in the day, back in the old days you would just go take a walk uh, in the country and uh, just enjoy but now we have places set aside to do the walking right yeah uh, you know we grew up with 50 acres and we would go walk back the end of the runway or whatever into the woods or you know mm-hmm. take a horse or, or you know different things of that nature but fitness uh, just staying active was important we we all played sports in high school yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know about your family but we you know all of us were in the band and uh, Tara played tennis and basketball I played football and I stopped playing basketball in my freshman year but um, but, um, you know, uh, field and track, I think three of us did that. Maybe all four of us did field and track. But, but anyhow, uh, you know, I think as time goes on, mm-hmm. you decide what your priorities are. And that's kind of the point. 
No, I agree. And my sister was big into um, gymnastics. She did gymnastics for like two and a half years. I think mm. I forget what age she was. But she was really good, too. So that's another, like, that gives you a lot of exercise, too, doing all of the different, you know, um, things in gymnastics that they require you to do. Yeah. So going into how you feel about what are you, what's your individual view now on fitness and nutrition? Oh, I, I, I think, and this kind of opens it up a little bit, um, I think uh, we come in a society where uh, fitness is extremely important, even if it's just walking for 30 minutes a day. I think, well, what is the recommended uh, 30 minutes a day? I think it's 30 minutes 30, of cardio. Uh, 30 minutes a day of some form of mm-hmm. exercise three times a week. Yeah. Um, dare I say, for most of us, it should be five days a week or six Agreed. days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, but I think in terms of nutrition, this comes back to history for me in that we come from a society back in the Industrial Revolution. Everybody had their own farm and livestock. Everybody had a garden, grew their own food, raised their own meat. Um, and if they didn't, they traded for it, etc. cetera. Uh, go out and hunting, and people still go out and hunt and catch their own meat deer meat or whatever uh but since the 30s and since the 40s basically wartime 40s and 50s i think we've had all these processed foods and all these companies like pillsbury Mm -hmm. um and you name it all the name brands out there kellogg's and post and making uh breakfast easier quicker can we do it in five minutes can we do it in 15 or 30 minutes as opposed to taking uh, grown, uh, you know, veg- or, uh, vegetables and fruits and meats and put uh, ingredients together to make foods that are delicious versus taking processed foods, right? And uh, taking uh, soups and mixing them with other things. And, and it's almost, it's, I won't say it's impossible, but it's almost very difficult to live your life today uh, looking to the left and to the right of you and not deal with some processed food. Right. You would have to re- really grow your own livestock. You'd have to grow your own garden. Um, and still you wouldn't be able to have, have everything, right? Because you'd have to get make your own spices and you'd have to grow that. Some spices aren't grown around here, et cetera. So, uh, you know, I, I think we come from an, uh, a history of all this processed food. And I honestly, I feel like that leads into a lot of the medical issues that we have today Absolutely. Uh, in that we're, we're uh, you know, this idea of meat and potatoes type of family was good back when we all worked on a farm. Right. You're outside and, working And, and you yeah. are, yeah, you are consuming so much mm-hmm. energy um, and uh, not so get, not getting so fat uh, because you you just consume so much. It's like bricklayers or mm-hmm. uh, construction guys. You know, it's hard to be really fat in that industry, right? Because you're moving all the time. Exactly. You're exerting energy. You're using muscles, which consume a lot of uh, nutrients, et cetera. So I don't I don't know what's in, what's important for you. What's what's your take on nutrition? So I mean, you know, we you and I try to provide meals for all of us that are you know, fairly healthy, but sometimes it's just hard, just timing or whatnot. Um, But I think it's important to always have the vegetable intake during the day. And, you know, as much as I don't want to promote supplements, like if you can't get your vegetables in, try the the veggie supplements to get something in. Um, 
you know, my what I like to do is my uh, spinach smoothie in the morning with collagen, spinach, banana, half a banana, and some of the frozen vegetables and fruit. I feel like if you get that in at least once a day and you might slack that day and not get a lot of vegetables in, at least you had that, you know, first thing in the morning. But I think it's just important to, you can have the sweet stuff, you can have the wine in moderation. And I just think, um, you know, if we're careful, especially the older we get, the metabolism slow down the older we get. So we just have to be really careful of what we're consuming. If you have a goal to like, you know, be a certain weight or whatever, but I just, in general, I just think it's really important to keep your body healthy. What's going in your mouth stays healthy. You know, the, the cookies can go in your mouth, just not a whole bunch of them, you know, that kind of thing. That's just kind of how I feel yeah. about it. And I think our kids are, our kids, what I love about both of them is they actually, the sweets in the house, it's my weakness and your weakness, but the boys, well, more they'd rather have but... grapes and like yeah. strawberries, and which I love. I wish that, you know, at night when I'm like, oh, I want something sweet, why don't I go for that? I end up going for a piece of chocolate, which is, you know. Yeah, but you, yeah, in my opinion, you do very little snacking on that type of stuff. It's me. I My issue, my true issue, I don't just say this um, uh, to crack a joke, but my true weakness and what I found over time is that my addiction to sugar is very strong and causes a lot of my issues. So it's very difficult to get rid of sugars, but that's going to be have to be a lot a lifetime commitment for me to kind of get rid of sugars. But I think, you know, if we if we if we think about uh, nutrition and we think about uh, meal planning and smoothies, mm-hmm. and even something you haven't touched on is uh, we're really good at or fairly good at taking supplements uh, to make sure the multivitamins. Right. Uh, you have Green always tea. pushed. Uh, the vitamin D, right, for uh, uh, immune system. And bone health, yeah. Yeah, bone health. Um, and I, I don't know about you, but I take a, a fish oil and... Uh, I haven't taken fish oil. Yeah, the Chinese uh, red yeast uh, has always helped me keep down the cholesterol. Not as much lately, but that has always uh, been helpful for me. And I think it's important to recognize what your body is missing mm-hmm. and uh, to fulfill that whatever you're not getting in the nutrients and the food that you're eating uh, to try to get those uh, for you. But, you know, we, we talk about nutrition, we talk about fitness. I mean, we, you know, there's so many fads out there such as uh, keto or the Atkins diet, protein, no carbohydrates, or even fasting, mm-hmm. intermittent fasting. And even something that I've done, it's, I don't want to say it's um, a diet. I think it's kind of more of a cleanse and understanding your body, but whole right. 30. Right. Um, and I think, uh, and you haven't even done that. I think you would benefit from that, just understanding. Like, um, I remember thinking, and I knew this earlier on, that I was lactose intolerant. Like, yeah. uh, milk products would kind of give me... Uh, either stomach aches or bad gas and I think uh, later on in life that's kind of occurred for you as well so uh, as much as I can almond milk has been an alternative for me but you know I think about um, the fads and I think ketosis uh, keto diet and Adkins and even intermittent fasting have their place and can be successful it really is um, 
I don't think it's something that you should be doing short term and not kind of continuing on. Obviously, you need the nutrients, right? If you're a vegan, you've got to get your proteins in or right. whatever. You have to have a balanced diet no matter what your what kind of way or how healthy you want to eat. Um, but I think, you know, all of those can be good because all of our bodies are different. The way I process foods is different than the way you do because of the foods that we eat or our metabolism or how much we work out, how much sleep we get, which is a really important factor uh, for all of us. So let's, let's pivot a little bit and talk about meal planning and some of the house rules. Yeah, I love to, as you know, meal plan. So we've Why? gotten, because it makes life easier when both of our boys every day will say, what are we having for dinner? What are we having for dinner? Like it's, it's like I almost wake up and I can just hear it coming when I come downstairs. So we have that, our little chalkboard. We write down what we're having each night. Um, and I feel like that way everybody's expected of what we're having. And there are some nights where they're both like, ew. And it's like, well, you know what? This is what it is. If you don't like it, don't eat. But this is what we're having. And, you know, we our rules are whatever we make is what you're eating. We're not making five different meals because someone doesn't like something. I can't stand that. Sorry, people that do that. I can't stand that. <laughs> well, I don't think we're always that way. But I think we grew towards that goal. Yeah. So I, I grew up really with a strong... And I think you did too, but uh, your yeah, your parenting style is a little bit different in the beginning. But uh, I grew up in that, uh, as you mentioned earlier, right? If whatever you, your parents put on your plate, you just sat yep. there and eat it. Yep, and if exactly. you didn't eat it, you're going to stay at the table. And my parents did that uh, several times to us. Um, they'd even force the vitamins. I think Shackley was uh, was the vitamin supplement company my parents used. And there's this liquid E or whatever this multivitamin was. It was disgusting. But we had to take a tablespoon of it and they would put it down. And if we didn't want to eat it, we'd stay at the table till we, till we did eat it. And a couple of times I, I would go like three or four hours or something like that. But, but, I, but, I, but I do think that is important because it's when you cook something for somebody, number one, I think it's important that you get the nutrition, right. nutritional value whether you like it or not like it. And we can plan as a family mm-hmm. to towards the likes of some people, but not we're not going to have five people with different likes and we all cook different meals. Right. I think, one, you need to show an appreciation for what's put in front of you, made by other people, period. And two, I think it's important to appreciate the effort that people make for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, three, uh, we all contribute to the household and even to the extent when I grew up, we all had to make, each of us took a turn a day a week making breakfast. So there were four breakfasts made by teenagers when I grew up uh, four days a week. And I forget what the fifth day, maybe mom made it or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, or I don't remember. But um, so I think it, it, it's crazy for me when people make uh, certain meals for one kid and then something for an adult uh, because the reality is, and the other thing for me personally, and this is, I think, more me than you, but I'm all about exposure to experiences and different things. And it's, I always remember telling you, please don't predisposition our kids, meaning if you don't like something, don't say it out loud because they need to have their own opinion of it. And I, so I think it's important. I think we've done a good job. You've done a really good job of meal planning in the last five, seven years. 
And I remember when we were involved and the kids were a lot younger, we'd have uh, practices after school or something like that. You'd pack picnics for the dinner. Right. And we would eat sandwiches or whatever on the run. But most people would do takeout. Or not or take fast out food. fast food, yeah, drive through, right? So expensive. But it's yeah. so expensive, and your idea was let's get the nutrients, let's save money mm-hmm. uh, by doing the things at home, and it's just simply planning ahead. Right. It's creating that discipline uh, mm-hmm. to plan ahead, and so many people don't plan ahead; they let life kind of happen to them, and therefore you get the results of whatever life gives you. Right. And I, you know, I've seen some people on Facebook too, like which I love to see. It's especially single people. They're single and they're trying to meal plan for the week for their lunches. This is like before COVID when you had to pack your lunch, go to work. And this one friend of mine, she would just actually post it out there, which I thought was great because it reminded you. So she made her meal for the five days for lunch. Mm. So that way she was set for the week. She lives by herself. She's all set. And then she had a plan, which I think even by yourself, it's some people that live alone are like, eh, I'll make whatever I want. Like, that's just where you get and you start some bad habits. If you can create a good habit and a discipline, you know, to eat healthier too. I mean, I'm just talking about single people, but like for everybody, I think just families too, like make it fun, um, get an idea what is everybody in the mood for i think we do what taco tuesday is usually what we have um, it's a fa- it's a family favorite and dare yeah. i say most families love it right, right. taco tuesday we do have different varieties yeah, of it different varieties of taco tuesday i think what i'd like to implement too is um and i haven't told you this yet but i want to implement meatless monday <laughs> that would be a yeah. fun one you know when i uh, grew up i think uh, well in switzerland i think we did like fish on Fridays, I think, or something like that. The Catholics, I forget what the the oh, religious. You, yeah, they would have Good Friday. You couldn't have um, meat. You had to eat fish. Yeah, and, and so I think uh, that that was kind of uh, mm-hmm. in, interesting, um, you know. And I think we're again. I've always said it. We're a product of our environment. Right. Whatever we grew up with from our parents, our friends, or our families that kind of struck us is is kind of. Uh, where we go. So uh, when the boys don't want to eat mm-hmm. or, like or yeah, like... or, um, you know, how do we deal with that? Let's kind of share with our guests. So, you know, our boys take a lot of medicine, um, as probably most of the listeners already know. So of course they have to eat in the morning, otherwise they're going to be nauseated. So if I, the older one is the one that won't eat most of the time because he's he's not one of those let me get up and start eating whereas the other one is so when jake doesn't want to eat i started buying those carnation instant breakfast so it's like a powder with um milk and i mean it's fairly you know nutrition he's getting all the nutrients in there and it's just like having a breakfast like a meal or i've done you know smoothies for them we have one of those bullets those what is it? Neutral what is it? bullets. Yeah, or... the ninja bullets. The ninja bullets, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, so we've done, like, smoothies. Um, the other, there are days, too, like, I think today Jake didn't want to eat, and we had one of those little, like, cinnamon. I know it's not even healthy, but the little coffee cinnamon cakes. coffee cake. But it's something on his stomach so he can take medicine. Just, it's it's a little thing, but it's just something for him to eat. Yeah, we found uh, recently uh, in a hospital stay that uh, Jake liked Ensure Boost uh, Nestle Boost, <clears throat> uh, because of the taste, it just so happens that um, it, I think it causes him to 
have more bowel movements yeah. or stomach. Maybe there's like some buildup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it was used in the hospital to consider the electrolytes. And I think perhaps that would be good like once every two or three days, but not every day mm-hmm. uh, kind of situation. Or maybe not at all. Right. But finding something that he likes for breakfast is mm-hmm. so difficult because he, his mind controls his body. And when he's not feeling good, he's not eating. Right. Uh, we, we have found um, breakfast sandwiches. Like uh, we go to Aldi's because they're really inexpensive. Uh, and they, they uh, he'll eat sausage biscuits or uh, croissants. And Noah likes those too. We don't want them eating every day. Because they're processed food. Because they're processed food. Yeah. So we uh, typically, Noah's easy because Noah takes two eggs, ham, bacon, uh, cheese, uh, on our tortilla and he, he's eating that for breakfast so he makes his own breakfast yeah. yeah he he and he used to make my breakfast just to get me going up early right um so i don't really worry about him so much as but i am seeing him start to puff up a little bit more and you know uh, our boys have a unique situation in that they can't be active so they're not burning the calories and how do you tell a kid to eat half of what they normally would eat right. uh, just because they're not inactive. It's a little bit difficult of a situation. But but, it, but, it, but I think the point is, and it seems to be a resounding theme, the older I get, is discipline, right? Right. And right. discipline in, in planning ahead, discipline in, in the food that you purchase, discipline in making a list of the meals, uh, and discipline for planning for those unique situations. Like I always, for travel, I carry bars with me. So that if I have to work late or something, I've always got something to grab and eat. So I know you are not as cognizant usually of that because you'll get hungry and then like, oh, I got to stop and eat or something like that. No, I've gotten better. I've actually, I keep um, almonds in my purse now. Yeah. I'm carrying a bigger purse these days just so I have room for all these things I need. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the nutrients and, and so yeah. forth. Right. So what else we got, Terrence? Um... So we, you know, we talked a lot about the nutrition, but like, let's talk about like exercise routines and, you know, maybe what we do to kind of, you know, help anybody out there. So do you want to talk about, um, our workout routine or what? Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to talk about something that I stumbled on. Oh, the whole 30. Yeah. We were going to talk about whole 30. I thought we already talked about that, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, this was probably four years ago, five years ago. It was a January, January, December. Was it four years ago? I think it was 2017 uh, or 2018 where I was getting PT. Our, our PT is one of our favorite people, uh, Miss Jen uh, at my wellness center. Uh, she's uh, She is a fitness uh, not freak, but she just stays, She she's very disciplined with her kids, very disciplined in the exercise she does and her own fitness, et cetera. She's somebody that we look up to and so forth. But she said, you should try this thing called Whole30. It's where you, uh, it, it's where you restrict all your intake to certain, certain items so that you can determine um, what your, what's not good for your body, what uh, is bad for you and what's good for you. So um, basically for 30 days, you eliminate um, 
mostly all processed foods, yeah, quite frankly. Yeah, vegetables and protein. So you eliminate um, all sugars, all forms of sh- added sugars, I should say. Because they're in fruit, you can have fructose or whatever, but um, there's no uh, there's no grains, there's no wheats, no grains, which means no rice. Um, there is no no alcohol. There's no uh, oils except I think olive oil is okay. Um, Oh, man, I'm, I'm trying to think all the restrictions. But anyhow, the basic principle is that you eliminate all these foods from your diet. Uh, oh, and dairy. You eliminate all dairy uh, from your diet so that you can learn what foods trigger uh, uh, pain in your body or what foods cause inflammation, etc. And did a lot of studying. This lady, uh, her last name was Urban, Melissa Urban and her husband uh, uh, developed uh, this technique of kind of taking the first 30 days and purging your body of all of that. It takes a while for your, and you go through different stages of purging your body of all of those things. And then you, for three days, introduce one food group and then take it back. Mm -hmm. So you can see how your body reacts to it because you've been purged over for 30 days, you introduce it. And one of the things I know is that dairy is not good for me. I've always known that. Uh, sugars have a huge impact on me from a metabolic standpoint, uh, from uh, uh, diabetes standpoint. Um, and, you know, lately, uh, and that, and I, so anyhow, the result of that was uh, I lost I, I don't know that first time I did like I lost like 15 pounds mm-hmm. or something like that and, oh and during the 30 days you're not supposed to weigh yourself or look at no. the scale so mm-hmm. I, I was and I think you probably know this that once I get into a routine whatever that diet or whatever that situation is you stick th- with it that mm-hmm. that I'm very disciplined mm-hmm. uh, about that duration like I don't cheat or something mm-hmm. like that like this one time Tracy had this cleanse that we were going to do <laughs> and she was all gun ho and we were going to do it and we did it. Um, and you lasted, I think four hours yes. and I, and I did the full 36 hours or whatever it was. Yes. Um, and so, you know, we all have different disciplines. You're more disciplined on like, you're pretty finicky about the food you eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, when you find something you like, like you, there's two type of people that I always say. People that look at their food and decide if they're going to eat it. People that eat the food and then ask what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I look and, at my food. Yeah, you look at your food and I, I just eat it and then ask what it was um, kind of person. So I'm more adventurous in that style and Tracy is not. And that's okay. We're just different. Uh, but this whole 30 really uh, is a wonderful thing for cleansing yourself uh, you know, I, I have used, I've, got, I've done it about four or five times. In fact, Jake did it with me a year he did it for later. Two weeks, so, yeah. You did it? No, he did it for two no, weeks. No, no, he did it for like 45 days or something. Oh, I thought he only did it for two weeks. But yeah, but anyhow, and he said he wouldn't do it again. But um, <laughs> but we, we did it. And I, I really liked the idea of uh, just cleansing yourself and. Mm-hmm seeing what foods are inflammatory to you mm-hmm. or irritating to you 
And the only way to do that is to remove them and reintroduce them. And it's a wonderful thing. So anybody that's interested, please look up Whole30. It's not a fad. It's There's nothing to gain other than you learning more about yourself. You buy the book, mm-hmm. you read it, and, and I've done it uh, several rounds. In fact, I think I did it up to 56 days one time. And I think maybe make another note that it's not like a it's not a diet to lose weight it's actually just a cleanse yeah. so i just want to make sure people aren't thinking oh well, i'm going to try that and lose weight cuz you may not lose weight but you're going to actually find more out about yourself just based on what you It'll eating. be hard not to lose weight but right. but I mean, you might but you don't want to But that that's not the intent the intent right. is to cleanse yourself and um, reset Right. Uh, from all these processed foods that we have. And that's what I really believe is, is the... Mm-hmm. So, but that's been really good for us. But um, let's rotate a little bit and talk about routine and talk about um, something that you've done for the last uh, three or four years. Um, and that is... And I always joke and I always tell people that, you know, Tracy is very disciplined. In fact, she gets up before God does. And then after God gets up, she talks to him. But <laughs> tell, tell a little bit about your routine. So I get up, um, I was getting up at four, and now I end up getting up earlier because we got a service dog that needs to be walked. So I, I set my alarm some days for 3.30. Um, I get up, I have the coffee ready to go, I just turn it on, I have a cup of coffee, I read the Bible, um, the dog is with me, Carmen, our, our family dog. And after I do that, then I get changed, and my clothes are already like, they're set out downstairs in the kitchen or near the kitchen and I put my workout clothes on I go to the basement where my workout um, area is and I turn on a lady I work out with fitness with PJ Uh, she I pay monthly to get a workout calendar and I follow her workouts yeah but listen to how much she pays for this well I know but I think the price has gone up but I pay ten dollars a month but the price is now up to 15 but she spends a lot of money, folks. <laughs> um, per month, and I get up and do her routine. She's great, and I think she's also motivating in the morning because she's funny. Um, as she says, she's not for everyone, but I really enjoy her. A little bit of a sailor her. mouth. Yeah, she's got you know a little bit of a potty mouth, but you know what? She, I get results from what I want from her, and I enjoy the workout. So that's my routine. I don't. I'm not a fan of working out in the afternoon or the evening because it just doesn't happen for me. Like, I just get tired and I might have a really bad day and the last thing I want to do is work out. Um, So I'm a workout in the morning person. So then if I feel like just sitting on my butt at night, then I can sit on my butt because my workout is done. That's just my routine. And I've done it that way for, what did you say, four or five years, I guess now, something Something like that. Something like that. And if I go running, I do run um two and sometimes I do end up running in the afternoon depending on how my day is and how much time I have so with this new challenge I'm doing in February I will be doing running on top of that because my fitness with PJ is doing a February challenge so I have a workout every single day for 28 days under 28 minutes and then I will also get my 53 miles and so yeah but 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 not to cut you off but um, you're, you're, you're going to bed at midnight or what time are you going to bed? No, I mean, I usually go to bed between eight and nine, but I'm a, I'm a six hour sleeper and I did a, I listened to a podcast where this guy says nobody needs more than seven hours of sleep at night. Cause if you sleep more than that, your body is just going to be tired and groggy. So it's, he was doing that. He was saying on this podcast that he goes to bed at like 1158, which is the weirdest thing. And he wakes up every morning at 620. 
Like it's that's exactly what he had said. Like that's on his own. So I've noticed that I can do six hours and I sleep pretty solid, but my body is so used to getting up at 3.30, even on a weekend, and I hate it because on the weekends I do sleep in. So the weekends I try really hard to sleep till at least 5.30, 6. Um, and it's hard. So, but yeah, going to bed. But if I go to bed late, like at 10, I still get up. Because if I don't work out, it's like I don't, I don't even feel good. Like it's just not even... Yeah, it's just a, 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 yeah. just a discipline that's created, mm-hmm. whereas you don't feel normal. You're very habitual. Mm-hmm. Uh, habits and uh, discipline is very important. And I think to most people, habits are important. Like, you know, you talk about how disciplined you are and getting the sleep. And going, I mean, sometimes you're, you're heading up to bed at 7.30, and every once in a while I'll join you. Yeah. Um, and you'll get up really early. But a lot of these people, this is – an this is about discipline and most people don't have this discipline i know somebody here at church that's just very disciplined that gets up every morning does uh used to work downtown columbus used to bike downtown uh, unbelievable it just that's crazy it, it is but but you know people have that discipline but the problem is people aren't getting the amount of sleep they need during the weekday uh, primary people that are leaders in their organizations i know two of them uh, what they do is they stay up late during the weeknight and, and don't get enough sleep. And so what are they doing on Saturday and Sunday? They're sleeping in. They're sleeping in. Time off. They're yeah. sleeping in because they're trying to catch up. The body never catches mm-hmm. up. It doesn't. So the idea that you're not creating enough sleep, uh, you're not getting the rest you need. It, so it really is more than a three-pronged uh, um, discipline for me. But it's about input. Which is your, the input is related to the food that you put in your body, the exercise that you put, uh, that you force your body into, and then the rest. That you're giving it, yep. Yeah, and those things will generate the output of how your body does. Now, you can't prevent diseases, but you can create a more healthy situation Mm -hmm. and reduce your odds to get certain diseases uh, because you're putting your body in this prime position uh, reducing the risk factors for heart disease, for diabetes, for all these ailments that are related to what we take in. And you know what else I forgot as I'm taking a drink of my water bottle? Water is another important um, fitness tip as well. Try to drink as much water as you can. I'm not even sure anymore. I keep reading different articles. Some say you drink the ounces of half your body weight. Some say that's a hoax. I don't even know. All I know is I drink between 64 to 75 to 80 ounces a day. That's what I really shoot for for water. I heard it's 90% of your body weight in ounces. Oh, interesting. Hmm. If you weigh, let's say you weigh 100 pounds, right? So it would be 90 ounces Hmm. uh, uh, is how much water you should intake. And conversely, they say... Well, on the Atkins or the protein diets, uh, rich diets, 0.75 grams, 0.75 of your body weight is the number of grams of protein you you should intake. So, but but the water is an important factor and people underrate that. Mm -hmm. People that uh, drink all kinds of coffee throughout the day, which is a diuretic, means Mm -hmm. it takes away fluid from your body. People that drink pop are destroying their bodies. Oh, I hate pop. Pop, if people... If they, if you took uh, the amount of sugar that's in each pop and you placed it right next to a pop, mm-hmm. I would think 
30% of the people wouldn't drink pop. Right, right. Most people would still just drink it. But um, the amount of sugar that's in it is unbelievable and unhealthy right. for you. Right. Some people get that. Some people don't get that. And they want the caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and everybody's different. And everybody makes different choices. But the choices you make all lead to the output. Right, and just keep in mind, like, I know we're getting towards the end here, but keep in mind, just I'm just adding tips. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to me, I'm happy to chat through anything that I do or the, anything I can help with. Um, I'm no expert by no means. I'm just offering any kind of help. But I, I always say you're going to feel as good as you treat your body. So if you're going to give your body sleep, if you're going to, discipline your body to to get some exercise you know put some healthy things in your body then you're gonna feel good if you're gonna put a lot of crappy stuff in your body and not give your body any kind of exercise you're not gonna feel good that's just my opinion so take what what you want yeah i think um what god gave us we have to take care of exactly and what did god give us he gave us our minds and our bodies and Chad and I love to do, we do 5Ks together. Like we try to do some running races. So make exercise fun. Do it with a friend. Do it with a partner. Yeah. And who pushes the boys in the cart? The what? Who pushes the the, the strollers? Chad does. I, <laughs> I cannot. I she can't cannot. run and push. <laughs> I can't. I can't run and push. We, we belong to a, an organization called Team Heart and Soul, and they are awesome. They do... Um, it's, it's a company or it's a not-for-profit where the boys, our boys are, uh, teammates or what are they called? Champions. Yeah. And Chad and I get to run these races with them. And it's, it's a great organization where it's anybody that's in a wheelchair can still run a race and they get a lot of volunteers such as ourselves, um, and other folks that will push these, what, stroller type wheelchairs. And sometimes Jake just likes to go on his own, but I can't. I can't be a pusher. I can definitely be one that will run aside somebody, but I can't push because I just, it's like walking and chewing gum at the same time. Not my thing. Yeah. I'm not coordinated. So that, uh, that's been, it's kind of a little long winded, but uh, that's a little bit of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, on fitness, what we think on nutrition. Uh, we have probably lots more to say on that, but uh, we're at 50 minute mark right now. So I think we yeah. probably. Uh, probably should close out this episode. Any final thoughts that you have, Tracy? I have to give my joke. I end oh. every podcast Let's with hear a your funny, joke. funny joke. <laughs> okay, No Chad. joke about it. <laughs> so, let's see. Okay, Chad, why did the seafood chef stop going to the gym? Because he couldn't see it anymore? He pulled a muscle. <laughs> oh, muscle, seafood. Okay, that's pretty good. I like it. Well, look, we just thank you guys for listening, and we're uh, appreciative for you just uh, following this journey with us. Uh, like us uh, and share if you like it. If you don't like it, you don't have to tell anybody, or you can actually just give us <laughs> yeah, the feedback. Yeah, please tell us. We, yeah. We'd like to hear feedback. Too long-winded, Chad talks too much, Tracy doesn't talk enough, or whatever the situation is, or you know, uh, we're curious to hear your feedback. But and yeah, if you have any tips for us, we, we'd love tips too. That being said, we hope you have a good uh, rest of your week and uh, be good to yourselves. Thank you.